welcome to the Sword and the Trowel Cross Politic Edition. Yes. <laughs> the what? Belita. <laughs> Cross Politic. Oh, you Did don't you know just how. A word? You don't Belita. know how happy my heart is. Tell because, me. Because, like, you're my bestie, Tom. But I'm sitting in my office or your office. I need a dictionary. With three other <laughs> buddies that I just love to death. We're your bestie Presbyterians. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so. Y'all least the craziest <laughs> Presbyterians I know. Uh, I got Toby Sumter to my right. Hey. Gabe to my left. Chalk Knox sitting praise right across Lord, from praise me. Praise Pastor. Tom Askell sitting in his chair. Hey. Pastor's chair in his office. Yeah. Weird. My name's Jared Longshore. And I am Tom Askell. We just finished up the South... Eastern Regional Founders Conference here in Cape Coral, Florida. We How'd hosted it, go? it. I think it went pretty well. Mm-hmm. You know, you can plan a conference. You hope that things will flow together well, and um, you invite the right people and you pray. But the spirit's got to do the work to bring things together and to make things applicable from the word. And I believe that happened. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I'm very, very grateful for the good work that was done. I think these were good building blocks that were put in place for having fruitful conversations in the future regarding some of these issues we've been talking about now for a while on social justice. Me too. Me too. Uh, don't say that. Oh, <laughs> no, he did. I did. I'm triggered. Liberals ruin everything. So these guys, for real, from Idaho, thank you so much. Y'all going to hang out with us. And uh, well, Chuck you. Knox, I heard you talk about our podcast on your podcast, well, man. Listen, man. You guys. Dude, you right. said that. I, I came I home, listen. my wife said, Chuck Knox talked about the sword I, and the trial. I, I listened to yeah. you guys. Where else am I going to go hear about the, the, the statement on social justice? And have I laid out chapter by chapter? So yeah. I had, I had mm-hmm. to listen. And so I know that that's not your normal intro but you just did no so, I, I changed up <laughs> we ain't been around long enough to have a normal intro you know what I'm saying we're just still feeling this thing that out that explains Tom, Tom's look on his face when yeah. he starts talking he does that every time <laughs> now, one time I intro and said I'm Tom Askell and just looked at him <laughs> what do you do about it I said you wish <laughs> yeah you said in your dreams All right, no, so, you make hey. up these words though I mean blalat what is that bladow what's bladow first of all I need you to quote me right, bro. Flat out. What is flat out? I don't know what it means. <laughs> My point exactly. Booyah. I do that. Actually. <laughs> you know what it you, means? See, you just did it. You said, what'd you say? Booyah. No, he said booyah. He said booyah. I'm quoting him back because he says booyah. Oh, okay. That's right. Well, he's like, Everybody I just knows did what that. that means. Yeah. That's what it means. Yeah. 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 So, okay. We did think this would be a really good time to sit down with you guys and just have some good conversation about... Uh, perhaps we'll get into what's going on in the SBC specifically, but even what's going on in broader evangelicalism, reformed evangelicalism. Why are we here, Tom? What do you want to talk about? Yeah, well, it's it's wonderful to have fellowship with brothers that you agree with on so much. And, of course, we can do that within denominational boundaries, but we can do it transdenominational too. Humanism tends to be deadly because it's usually hijacked and held up by liberals. But there is a proper kind of orthodox ecumenism that I celebrate, a Catholicity that uh, I think we ought to maintain and, by God's grace, do in many ways. And I see that in this uh, this fellowship that we have right here in this room mm. with you brothers. I mean, we've been listening to you, watching you, and appreciating how you have engaged cultural issues, political issues, and you've done so with uh, joy and with vigor. You haven't backed down on some really hard things uh, when you could have backed down and remained silent. And we rejoice in that because we think we're in a big war right now, <laughs> oh, and we yeah. need every available gun, and yeah. we don't need to be shooting at each other. That's Amen. Right. 
Mm. I was, I was, uh, I, I didn't know this history, but uh, Vody Bakum actually mentioned um, that y'all, the 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 original London Baptist Confession was sixteen forty four forty four. Yeah, before Westminster. That's right. Welcome. welcome. You're welcome. Yeah, and. Um, Oh, Th- thank you. Thank you. But, um, but then what Vody was saying was, so I always knew it as the 1689 mm. and he said that the whole purpose of kind of redoing the 1689 version was to actually kind of mimic this, the 1649 mm-hmm. Westminster to say, basically we're with those guys. And it's a boy. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and, um, you know, there's some variations here, some, mm-hmm. some slight differences, but we're with those guys. We wanted, and so it was an expression of, it's Catholic, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Um, so yeah, what y'all did was some theological appropriation from the Baptists, and then we, we came back. <laughs> oh, no. oh, we still, we still got John Calvin. That's right, you do. You get, yeah, I know you got the Calvin card. You always play that Calvin card. <laughs> I, okay, how about this? How about this? So Great. kumbaya. Goodbye, yeah. y'all. Right. Okay, good. Okay. All right, we got that. <laughs> so, right. since our Presbyterian brothers, you look at social justice issues right now. Yeah. Okay. So you look at the social justice landscape and Reformed evangelicalism. What particular thing would you want to say to Baptists, given the justice issues that are going on? You know, what particularly do we need to look out for, watch out for? Yeah, because, I mean, we, we tend to live in our own world, and so we have blind spots, and you might help us see some things we're not seeing, thinking about. It's a good question. <laughs> I see how y'all just set that up. It's like, okay, y'all go do it. And I know what's in your mind. You're thinking, we don't have enough time. Well, no, what I'm thinking of is we got our own problems to be worried about y'all right now. <laughs> yeah, we, we're going to bring that up next. <laughs> as soon as you talk, I'm going to be like, why are you trying to remove our state, man? <laughs> Well, we, we have some serious problems to worry about. One of the things that, that's interesting, though, is that our problems are starting to overlap yeah. Yeah. to the point where it's like... I uh, yeah, I don't know. This is going to be much distinctions very long. That's exactly how I'm feeling right now. So I'm watching you guys on this side of this flank, and I'm like, man, let us know if y'all need us to come hold a line somewhere. Mm-hmm. Because we're over here fighting right now, too, on this. Mm-hmm. And so... Yeah. Um, I, I spent a little bit of time in my talk talking about the importance of covenant, which I know, actually, we're all... Here, I think you know pretty uh, much on the same page. I think, um, and um, there's just a few more pages to our book. We got like yeah, maybe go different paragraphs. Or <laughs> yeah, right. But but yeah, we but, we have much my, in agreement. My point being, it's it's interesting. It is interesting. Just as a you know, I, I don't want to make too big of a deal about it, but um, it looks to me like right now the way the enemy is running the play. Um, you got the the social justice thing is making inroads on Baptist side of things on racial issues mm. in particular, and it's making inroads in the Presbyterian circles on sexual issues. Mm. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I agree with Knox. I don't think it's long in which we're all in it. Right. It's all one big battlefield. But it's interesting to me that that's where they felt like they had an in, or at least where it's taking hold, and my and I wonder if the reason, if on the again to answer your question on the Baptist side of things, is is because not necessarily speaking of you all, you men in particular, but in the Baptist world writ large, um, less of an understanding of how to deal with um, mm. generational sin. 
Mm. Our weak points. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so and so if 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 that because that's what we got yeah. going yeah. is is how do you deal with the fact that your fathers and your grandfathers and your great grandfathers were holding slaves, were racist, were white supremacists or whatever? How do you deal with that question? And if you if you have a uh, you, you just haven't been taught or you haven't had a robust a tradition of being taught like this is how the Bible describes that you are related to your fathers and your grandfathers in this way. Mm-hmm. And, but here's how God actually deals with the grandchildren and the right. great grandchildren. Mm-hmm. Then it might, it might seem like a weaker flank yeah. to attack. Yeah. Yeah. Um, does that it make sense? It makes perfect sense. Yeah. Yeah. That we language, you know, you drew this out, but we verse I and finding out what we mean when we say we, yeah. and in what sense is it we, and in what sense is it not we, yeah. um, that probably, that is a important thing to beef I, up on. I agree with that. And at the same time though, I'm thinking about this and I'm saying, man, we have the same fights going on because while that's an issue there, we still have Jamar Tisby inside of the Presbyterian community. Yeah. Arguing the exact same thing that's going on right now in the SB, SBC, mm. right? So, so I don't know yeah. how much it, they're hitting us in the same Fair way. Enough. Fair enough. You know, yeah. that's why it was hard for me to try and say, well, what's right now? I think why it's so easy for us to unite is because we're actually fighting the exact yeah. same battles. Yeah. It wasn't the brainchild behind Revoice. Uh, he'd been oh. an instructor at Southern Seminary. Uh, I forget his name now. But. Uh, uh, Nate Collins. Nate Collins. Yeah. 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 He's from yeah. Southern. Yeah. 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 They have yeah. so many yeah. covenant people so, from yeah, there. I didn't like, know it was Southern. So it's you know again, I don't want to make too big of a deal of that because I think you're right. I mean, it's mm-hmm. all, there's cross-pollination going, but it is interesting to me that the major beachhead is Revoice hosted by a PCA church, yeah. you know, but there's Baptists and there's Roman Catholics involved with it too. So it's all kind of confused. And then yeah. you have the, um, but you got this, you know, woke thing mm-hmm. going yeah. Mm-hmm. in the SBC and, but I, I you're right. You're, it's not, yeah. I don't want to make too big of a deal. It's not water tight at all. Covenant right now. He's <clears> doing two lectures on woke, uh, basically slavery in, in, in the, in the South and, and mm-hmm. um, the church's role in slavery and the issue now, how it's bleeding into the future. Yeah. And, you know, and then yeah. we have now the women's issue is hitting both of us too. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. You right? know, you know, yeah. the, uh, the, so the, the, we issue that yeah. you've now brought up uh, certainly has come to fruition with a recent SBTS report, right? These, this yeah. is Southern seminary. I went to Southern mm-hmm. seminary. Yeah. Um, you know, we support Southern Seminary, have supported Southern Seminary. Um, and I think we're looking back at wrongs that were done and we're saying, okay, what now? In what sense mm-hmm. is there a we? What what should we do? Should we be looking back there? Or should yeah. we be dealing with the problems that we have now? For what reason do we go back there? I got a lot of questions. But Yeah, well, there are a lot of questions. One of the things that I want to be very clear on, though, is I think that the uh, – detailed determination to discover what was is not a bad thing. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, we, we, we love history. We want to learn from history. We are not afraid of history. The truth is our friend. Absolutely. So the fact that these guys, and I, I know some of the guys that did the research and the writing and, you know, they're good, competent, honest men. I don't have any reason to doubt what they uh, have said in that report. You can pick up on language in the report that, uh, you know, you could wish were maybe stated a little differently, but, yeah, this happened. And if it happened, then we need to not be uh, uh, willing to close our eyes to it. We need to own it and say, okay, that is true. But it doesn't address those big questions you just raised. Mm-hmm. Okay, now that we know this, mm-hmm. what do we do? Or, or should we do anything differently than we are doing? Is there this kind of racism continuing on today at Southern Seminary? If so, let's find it. Let's kill it. If not, then let's don't import it from the past and put it on today to say, okay, now then you got to act differently because of what happened a hundred years ago. Mm. Well, um, this is part of covenant theology 
is um, I don't um, uh, the sins of the fathers affect the children mm. um, but I am not responsible for the sins of my dad and my father's fathers but they they absolutely have an impact on me because that's how covenants work and the ramifications of previous generations on current generations when um, God delivered Israel from Egypt you read through Deuteronomy and a number of times it states I'm telling you this because I delivered you from Egypt. Mm-hmm. He wasn't giving them all these promises and all these blessings and cursings um, so they could go back and get more reparations from Egypt. He was telling them and reminding them because I saved you from it. Right. And so they did we, break the bank of Egypt. I'm just saying. Well, they plundered it. Which is <laughs> different <laughs> reparations. <laughs> so you say um, we should plunder. <laughs> <laughs> if God says. Mm. Um, and uh, uh, so, so the whole point of when we look at past egregious sins from our fathers and our father's fathers, we're doing it to remind everybody of the gospel. Yeah, right. We're, right. we're doing it because we're like, and we're and we're forgiven, and God washed away those those historical sins. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the the couple thoughts on the on the report. Uh, one would be, I think that was one thing that I I wish had been clearer would be a celebration of the deliverance of God from all that. Right, right. A, a clear proclamation of the gospel in that where thanks be to God, nobody holds slaves anymore. Right. Mm-hmm. Thanks be to God. You know, there've been um, folks from every tribe and nation coming to the seminary now for mm-hmm. a number of decades and mm-hmm. we, you know, professors and so on. And, and God delivers us from that Egypt. Yeah. And, and because of the blood of Christ, we're forgiven. Yeah. We're clean. But I don't think that would have necessarily um, played in the press very well. No, to right. say that we are clean and forgiven because yeah, there's right. a there's a grievance and guilt industry absolutely that wants is. you to stay there in that lamentation place. And mm. that's why I think that was kind of. I don't mind the point you, you say that's too bad. There, you know, mm. the real grievance is oh man, that's that's too bad, and, and you really lament it, heartfelt lament. But the gospel then is. The proclamation of, and now you're free. Yeah, yeah that's the scandalous part. Yeah. Yeah. Whoa, wait, wait, no, 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 not him. Right. No, no, this guy doesn't get to go free. Oh, right. Jesus. No, no, I want something to happen to him. Right. And that's the scandalous part of this. We were yeah. we talked to Sean Michael Lucas on the show, and I love his work that he's done mm. on the lost Presbyterian Church Fathers. And he talks about the black men who decided not to uh, segregate themselves. And was preaching against their white brothers who were saying we should segregate. And he just, it was such it's a, a, it's a really cool it's stuff, a great stuff and very cool. But one of the things that he was talking about as it relates to current culture and time was up until the late eighties, I think it was that they had a segregation Nin- law. 1980s. Ni- yeah. 1980s. They had um, segregation laws on their books in the church, in, 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 really? in the church. And he in, was pastor. community church, which is a PCA church in Jackson, uh, wow. somewhere in Mississippi. And he stumbled upon it. And was like blown away by it. And, you know, and the first time I heard that, I was like, how is that even possible? Yeah, you know, right. like in the 80s. And I, one, one of the things that didn't occur to me then at the time, and this goes back to your gospel comment, Pastor Toby, right. um, is that this law is one that they forgot about hadn't been acting in since who knows how long segregation has already it, it, happened. It was just a dead it, it yeah. was a word dead in the books. Yeah. law yeah. because of the gospel. It's not something that you lament over now. It's something you praise God for. Mm-hmm. We have a law 
in our church that has been done away with because of the gospel. We're merged together. We're a body of believers yeah. worshiping together. And we didn't even know that that thing was on the books. Done, like, a, done away with by the gospel. We've been mm-hmm. dancing on this thing. Let's talk about how, how that happened. Let's talk about how that happened. When you say done away with by the gospel, yeah. it sounds like you're talking about there's some kind of power. Like if we want to, if we want to see yeah. injustice done away with, racism done away with, you said the word by the gospel. Yeah. How does it operate? Well, I mean, this is the short and skinny of it because I don't want to take all the time here because uh, I got preaching my bones sometimes. But, uh, <laughs> but short and skinny, uh, some, the gospel of Jesus Christ started to change men in such a way that they started coming together, living together, loving each other. And that interaction became the thing that brought them together because of what they shared in Jesus. Right. And right now, it's funny because I'm going through this right now in Moscow. Uh, my family is one of the few black families out there. Uh, it's Idaho, so there ain't too many families out there, period. But, <laughs> um, but what's happening is the relationships that I'm developing and building, there's a bond being made that wasn't there before, mm-hmm. that we didn't have for them, they didn't have for us. Uh, because of our, our relationship uh, underneath the gospel of Jesus Christ, we're living together, breaking bread together, doing things together. And there's things that... Um, I'm unaware of them and they're unaware of me. And because of the rubbing up against each other, the understanding for each other is stronger. Mm-hmm. And it's not because we just want to have a strong understanding it's because we both celebrate the same risen Lord. Mm-hmm. And, and because of that, there's nothing that's going to separate that. Mm-hmm. That's stronger than race. That's stronger than <laughs> culture. That's stronger than anything. And so what happened was that it has had to happen in that church. And they just like that, that changing that law in the church they just no need to even try and ch- it's just they didn't even think about it anymore. It's, almost, it's, it's dissipated. Almost, it's almost like the days of the week. You know, the days of the week are named after Norse gods. Mm-hmm. You know, like yeah, no, right. no, like Sunday is the sun god and Thursday is Thor's day. Yeah. And, right, and, right. and none of us are like oh, Thor's day. What a yeah. you know what a sad right. thing. That yeah. My ancestors used to worship Thor mm-hmm. probably. Yeah, <laughs> right. Right. And like like okay, yeah, that's dumb and stupid. But more than anything, Thursday tells me like like Jesus reigns. Like, like the gospel is conquered. Like nobody cares anymore about Thor. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And so a rule on the books like that is like, praise God, the gospel delivered us, reconciled us. There's nobody in the church saying, and, like, hey, these are on the books, guys. Yeah, well, yeah. That, <laughs> that black guy. Now that would be sad. Now that would be sad. That would be something to uh, be lamenting about. But that was something that was forgotten about that you got to open up an old yeah. dusty book yeah. to find it. In your book and say, oh, we did that? <laughs> hey, guys, you didn't even know we didn't have black people here? I know. You want to rip that out? Sure <laughs> do. <laughs> Move on. Right, let's go next. You next. Know? We'll it's... apply this conversation to abortion. We lead with the gospel. We don't lead with law. Now, of mm-hmm. course, there's there's ways that we want to work legislatively and all that stuff to end abortion now. Absolutely. But. I mean, imagine if we lead with the gospel and then your local, everyone becomes a Christian in your local town and then the abortion mill just shuts down. Mm. It's just, there's, there's no legislation. Yeah. There's no fight at the, at, at the Supreme Court. There's, 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 it's no, because there's no abortions because nobody wants to have abortions. Because mm. everyone's loving Jesus and having kids and raising kids to love the but, Lord. But it's hard know? work to get there, too, because when we talk about that, there is a process that needs to happen. A revival needs to happen in our own homes first. Yep, amen. And then that starts to take place in our culture and our communities. I'm not saying not fight for all those things simultaneously, but boy, when we have a rich community, my wife and I, we got married and we started figuring out that there were abortions happening in our own family. Broke us. Mm. Mm. And before I decide to go to the legislator, 
and tell them what they need to be doing. Mm. The authority that God has given me, the thing like you were saying the other day, which is right on the top, when you're dealing with a pile of trash, you, you pick up the top. I have family members I can go to say, hey, listen, nobody gets abortion in this family. That's good. We will take yep. your baby. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's we, right. We love you. We will love your child. You tell us. And mm. this happened with my sister. I'm getting emotional right now. But this happened with my sister. And we held her off long enough till she could say, after she had the baby, I don't, I love that child and I can never see giving him up to Damn anybody. Man. Even, Damn, man. even yeah. to me. Yeah. Even yeah, to me, man. her brother. Yeah. And that to me is like, look what God did in yeah. her heart. Yeah. And not, not in changing laws. Yeah. yeah. I just operated with what was in front of me. This yeah, is sorry, Bodie got me all cry right now, man. He, he was in here and he started crying. Shame on you, Jared. You started. Hey, Jared. <laughs> Don't tell nobody. Yeah. I got it started. Yeah. Jared's office. Yeah. I started yeah. crying at Jared's office. <laughs> I just went and got a manicure. Man, you get you get some Presbyterians and Baptists together. We sing Kumbaya. Yeah, to your point about okay, this 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 statement has looked at history honestly. That's a good thing. Yeah. But it, it wasn't, I mean, you said within 10 minutes, I saw within two hours, people calling for reparations. In fact, doing it like this, yeah. that's all fine and good, what the report says. But if it's not followed by scholarship for black students, canceling the student debt of black students and right. paying po- black students back, then it's all just right. noise. Let me get in on that because here's the deal. It's not reparations per se that I'm all hot and bothered by. Really? When, when you when you when you when you say that, yeah. When you what you're doing is you're you're building a narrative that says we're not reconciled yet. Exactly. We're you not have, reconciled. The gospel's yet. not enough. If you right. if you do enough, then we will be reconciled. And yeah. Bodhi just killed it mm-hmm. on Ephesians, saying it is the blood of Christ that reconciles us. Because you, you, you tell me yeah. what what my what my brothers back at SBTS did right to my other brothers mm-hmm. with darker skin. I'm all tore up. Right. I I am tore up. I admit whatever the we does or doesn't mean. Yeah. I'm tore up by yeah. that. Yeah. And what I need to hear is there is a big bloody cross, yeah. so, brother. And I that's can look, right. That's good. Out, that's good. Reconcile. Yeah. Yeah, you yeah. And me. Reconcile. Blood yeah. of Christ. And I think that is yeah. trying to be taken away, right. not only, um, not only from black brothers and white brothers in America, but that that idea is is breaking the church apart it's yeah. breaking the church apart you're not reconciled no matter what your skin color is and you got to do you got to do something do do this do this do this do this justice which mm-hmm. yeah and, and then we'll reach reconciliation <laughs> right. yeah. so you're putting the cross has to it's be right a, up it's front. a roman catholic Ouch. soteriology that's right. and, that's right. and i and i yeah. think that's what was that that's the maybe the biggest thing that was missing from the report if you if we're going to talk about it the, the, the way that the Bible talks about old stuff is always in the in the context of God's salvation. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And, right. And and if you don't, then you're begging for somebody to say that's not enough. Yeah. Right. Because that's because human humanly speaking, we want to we want a pound of flesh. And, and it, one of the things that's frustrated me so much about some of this discussion, too, is they say, yeah, you guys say the gospel's enough. The cross of Jesus is enough. It'll do this. But it didn't do it. It didn't do it because these guys had the gospel, they had the cross, and they had slaves. Well, yeah, two two thoughts about that is one, well, it did mm. because we're not here. We are owning slaves anymore. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Civil War. 
And well, <laughs> no, I mean, I mean, yeah, it's, it's a mess. Yeah. Well, the government but, owns slaves now. Yeah, we transferred, we transferred yeah, slavery. Yeah, we're all owned by the government now. Yeah. But but I would say that's one part mm-hmm. of the answers. But but we're not owning slaves. Yeah. And um, um, you know, we're worshiping together. Mm-hmm. And the racial stuff has, I mean, um, in many ways, um, lessened. Um, and um, which isn't to say it's all done. Right. Um, but that's one one thought. Um, and um, I forgot the other thought. Let, let me. Uh, this is. I'm gonna pull a Chuck Knox and play the devil's advocate. Thank um, you for letting us know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm glad you stated that up front. I'll let you know. Yeah, My you bad. Know. So, Jared, you said you said just a minute ago that the SBC report, um, you know, should have landed on the gospel, you know, because what's been done in the past um, in in the way people are asking for reparations after the SBC report is saying that the, the gospel doesn't isn't finished it hasn't finished it. Um, but at, at the same time, so it's, so it's still broken. It's like the gospel hasn't forgiven everybody because now people still expect reparations or something in return because of the history of the SBC, um, SBTC. Uh, but in, in some sense, when I go to discipline my kids, it's broken. There's gospel there, it, but, but they still need to, to be disciplined. And, and I, I wonder if there's an element of kind of like what they're looking for is some sort of disciplinary action um, to make it feel fixed on their end, mm. you know. So the gospels, they, they're yeah. saying they're saying the gospels there, but I feel like you guys need to get disciplined or reparations or whatever. I think you're right. I think you're right. I mm. mean, how many times we heard you need to shut up, sit down, and listen? You know, you, yeah. you who are you to be speaking to these things? You need to be put down. You need to feel some of what I felt or what we felt. Mm-hmm. I think that's exactly what's going on in some people's minds. So what I think what that what that means is. Is they're looking for a bloody sacrifice, or 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 at least somebody's got to die. Well, mm-hmm. more than forty stripes. There's never mm-hmm. going to be enough stripes mm-hmm. um, to to be able to atone for the sins of the past. Mm-hmm. And and, and, I, and I would say, biblically speaking, I, if if anyone could actually trace an actual concrete wrong done to a particular person or family with lasting effects, let's put it right. I'm great with that. That's what I want to do that. Like if I knew that, like, I don't know, my great, great grandpa, um, you know, I don't know, stole a car, stole (laughs) stole a bunch of land from some Indians or something like that. And for, and somehow found out that, you know, my house was built on this land. And then I found out that this great, great grandson was living in Wyoming. And, you know, I could actually trace all that back. I would go find that man. And I would say, I want to make this right. I would do that. Like, and, and that's yeah. not, but that would not be because um, I'm not justified. I'm not saved. It would be because out of gratitude for the salvation that God has given to me, I want to, I, the gospel does put things right. The yeah. gospel does make things right. And where there's concrete places where I can directly connect the dots, I want to do that in every way, shape, or form. If I, you know, if I, if I back into your car, I'm sure, not going to say, go right. to Jesus, Tom, right. yeah. you know, yeah. I'm going to say, I'm going to put that right. Yeah. So, so even to challenge that a little bit. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I grew up in Texas. It's got to come really? up on every show. It's got to come, come on. up on every Deep in the heart this, that, of Texas. That's, right. <laughs> that's what you do. That's what Knox would do. So have one. the U.S. Right. took Texas by force from the Mexicans. The Mexicans took Texas by force from the French, 
the French took Texas by force from, uh, I think it was the, the American Indians, and the American Indians uh, took Texas by force, I think, from the, the Spanish again. Yeah. And so you have, and I think it's in, what? Six Spanish? flags over Texas. <laughs> Is that what that means? <laughs> <laughs> um, and so you, you just have this this history. Yeah. Of Texas flip-flopping right. and it being stolen. Yeah. Whose is it now? Yeah, exactly. And, and that's, but that's a situation where I would say that's not that kind of thing. Yeah. That's what the blood of Christ is for. Yeah. Yeah. You, you have to have a restart button. Right. There's no way for human yeah. societies to go get anywhere. But who decides when you hit that restart button? Because in the scenario you gave us. That's good. That's good. All right. We've got five generations now. Mm-hmm. But look at what your family did with that land that my family could have done so much more with. Mm-hmm. And so you have not only just robbed me of that land, you've robbed me of the, the multiple of the millions yeah. of dollars yeah. that right. that land could have produced. Right. right. So you're going to be in my debt forever. Right. Yeah. If, again, I would say it's got to be done. It's being done out of gratitude, not out of thinking that you can actually exact perfect justice. The perfect justice is exacted in Jesus. Well, yeah. And that's what everyone is looking for. Right. They're wanting that, yeah, which perfect, that, perfect, that yeah, there's yeah, no yeah. cosmic justice that they're going right. to find right. in this yeah. world through and, their and so, actions. So that, that's good. all of our right. human justice only approximates. Yeah, that's right. Justice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, it, but, but we're not going to be actually satisfied with that mm-hmm. if we don't have perfect justice in the cross. Mm-hmm. We talk about this on the show. I don't know if you guys are familiar with the Innocent Project at all. Uh, there's guys. Oh, who, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's guys. I, I follow them on Twitter. I yeah. follow them on Instagram and Facebook. Guys who have been in jail for 27 years. Um, you know, uh, what's that? He just got out recently, uh, right? I can't remember his name. Shipley, Clarence Shipley, I think it was. It was 27 years in prison and falsely convicted. Falsely Mm -hmm. convicted. Someone lied and said that he, Mm -hmm. two, two, two witnesses said that he killed someone, lied on him. Um, black guy. And I don't know who the witnesses were, but he gets out and he's just like, look, I'm just happy to be out. You saw that? Yeah, one? I did. Yeah, yeah. I'm just happy to be out. I'm, I'm just so gracious to be here. I can't wait to go to church with my mom. And they asked him, what, what about the people who uh, who lied on you? He's like, oh, they're forgiven. They're forgiven. <laughs> didn't even think twice about it. Yeah. They're forgiven. I, and, and, but they're, this, I would have a hard time doing that. I, I'm telling After you, two years. whatever <laughs> happened in jail, yeah. God worked on that man because I'm not, yeah. I'm, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Sanctification, I'm getting <laughs> yeah. there. But one of the things that was interesting, I started calculating Theologically, biblically, what was it that he would get old? And when I, I realized he had a kid, I noticed that my I noticed that my math wouldn't work no more. Mm-hmm. Right, right. How do you mm-hmm. give that I, back? I, I can't. I, you know, if he had a mother, yeah. brother, I, sister, I can't. I can only calculate the numbers you of money, but I can't back. calculate yeah. that back to him. Yeah. And so, at some give point, give him one of their kids. It, yeah. well, you know, it like still doesn't, doesn't work. work. It doesn't work. It doesn't yeah. work. And so, at some right. point, the blood of Jesus has to be enough. Absolutely. Now, does he deserve things back? You better believe he does. Yeah. But yeah. what he mainly deserves back is is justice to those people. Yeah. Who lied on him, and then they deserve to pay him because it just the system worked technically how it's supposed to. <laughs> right? took right. we, had, we had witnesses, right. the, yeah. but they were false witnesses. They were false witnesses, right. you know. Yeah, and so, 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 but this is our point about biblical justice is because the church has gotten so far away from biblical justice when someone falsely accuses yeah. someone. They should get the same penalty yep, that they wanted that accused to get. Right. Brett Kavanaugh, Roy Moore, all these people who, at least at this point, have been falsely accused. We can't even determine it because it never even went to court. Right. But that's right. but biblical justice doesn't come in emotional. Mm-hmm. It doesn't come in right. to run a power play. It comes in, looks at the situation, looks at the witnesses, looks at the evidence, and then makes a case. And then based if, on God's law, based yeah. on God's law, and if they find out, if the judge finds out that the witnesses lied, then it's 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 on them now. Mm-hmm. And we we don't do that. But hurt feelings are never set. 
or never satisfied. Never satisfied. That's not yeah. justice yeah. isn't built on how how much it hurt. Mm-hmm. Right. I think so much of the missing in this conversation too is what you just described about this man that got out of prison Claire instead Shibley, of the course. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I was in China a few years ago and had dinner with several uh, Chinese Christians who had been in prison. We were sitting at the table with a couple. He'd been in prison for 17 years, mm-hmm. falsely wow. accused mm-hmm. by false research from Christians in America that were used oh. against him. And uh, mm-hmm. this guy's sitting there with his wife and they're so humble. His wife said it was good for me to be away from him for 17 years. It taught me to trust Jesus. And he said, I was so arrogant. So God's taught me humility in prison. And, wow. and they actually had met the people who did the research the year before oh. had dinner with them and said, Oh yeah, we forgave him. So we understand that. Mm. And I'm thinking, God, give me that grace. I want to wow. grow that way. Amen. And I just don't hear that tone mm. anywhere mm. I'm working in this on conversation. I, I'm, I'm still like, Lord, don't love me that much yet. What would you say, Tom? Like, maybe we'll get ready to peace out of this on this, but say somebody is really struggling with that. With, with forgiveness, saying, you know what, I have been wrong, legitimately yeah. been wrong by my brother yeah. or brothers mm-hmm. in Christ. Mm-hmm. They've really wronged me. And you don't need to understand, this is deep. Yeah. This is a deep wound. Yeah. Why in the world should I say, yeah. I forgive? Well, you got to or quit praying the Lord's Prayer. And yeah, you, you right. have to go to the cross. I mean, we have to stand right there. Mark eleven twenty five. you know, if you're praying, stand praying, and you... If not forgiving your brother, you forgive him from your heart right mm-hmm. there. So, yeah, I'm not saying you got to flip a switch and make pretense. I'm saying you got to deal with Jesus and think about your sins against Jesus and what God has done for you in Jesus, how he has shed his blood for you. You didn't deserve a thing, and whatever mm-hmm. anybody's done against you doesn't begin to compare to what you've done against Jesus. And the fact that you have been forgiven much, until you get just how much you've been forgiven, you're not going to be able to forgive much. That's right. What, is, and, what, and, what does the Lord's Prayer say? It says, Father, forgive me as I forgive others. That's yes, right. and, and I think I think right. this is important to be pressed upon Baptists at this moment because I, I, when you start when you start messing with forgiveness, you're getting really close yeah. to the cross. Mm-hmm. You understand? Mm-hmm. And if you start not under if you if you're not understanding how forgiveness operates, you're right. getting in a whole heap of trouble. And uh, Beth Moore had a recent conference. Some kind of some kind of gathering of yep. women who who had been abused, hmm. and and w- what was arranged is that her drummer, who was a man, went center stage, got you said down drummer on like uh, in, drum instruments. I think yeah. drummer, okay, gotcha, yeah. okay, okay, yeah, gotcha. went center stage, got on his knees, opened up his hands, and apologized to to all of the women there for the wrongs that they had received by the hands of other men. Well, and the language start. was the language was oh, this <laughs> is this is how healing this is how healing yeah. begins and and what I'm seeing there is oh we can forgive now because this man said he's sorry mm-hmm. he said he's sorry he apologized for all of these other people and I'll forgive not because of the blood of, of the Christ. Christ yeah right. yeah yeah that, there's so much wrong with that I mean this is so that, that is an exposure. <laughs> That is an exposure of the kind of religion that is being practiced. Get man, 
I mean, how can we not? You're getting yeah. to this man is not being like Christ. He's he's trying yeah. to be Christ. Yeah, I was just gonna say that's yeah. we're back in Roman Catholicism again. Yeah. Well, yeah. Okay. Then you have a, a, a covenant pr- representation. A, a priest is like yeah. is absolving you. You're of your, forgiven. You know, whatever. Yeah. Like, but here's a, here's a part of this what drives me out. I don't understand how these people are calling for justice but don't want to practice it. Because let's say for a second yeah. that he gets on his knees and apologizes to everything that every man's ever done to a woman. There, well, have some of those men probably raped women? All right, guess what, buddy? Come on, we're gonna go kill you. Yeah. Has, has another man mm-hmm. killed another man's sister? Yeah. Let's practice. Let's, no, no, no. I believe you. Yeah. Yeah. You want to be yeah. federal? Yeah. Come on, right. let's Wait, go. No, which, which tells you that, <laughs> that would the, shut down a lot well, of the false which apologies. Tells you though that this show is healing the wound lightly. Exactly. Come on, man. that's yeah. exactly what, right. What that man is doing and what Beth Moore is propping up is actually not helping the women. No, right. it's hurting them right. because exactly. it's keeping them from the real. Exactly. That's right. exactly. It's healing right. the wound yeah. lightly. It's That's saying, right. okay, now you feel you had this emotional experience with some random guy that knelt down on a stage yeah. and yeah. everything's fine. Now you had a, but it's not. Yeah. That's actually not justice that's right. for those who have really been harmed really, by men. Yeah, that's, yeah, it's so the, the next time lightly. they get hurt or the next time their feelings are hurt, yeah. they're going to look for something yeah. that will make them right. feel like they felt which, that day. Which is, again, I... I don't know. I've never thought about this before, but again, this is a weird kind of Roman Catholicism. It's, it's, like, yeah. it's like a, it's like yeah. a pseudo sacrament. Like mm-hmm. you're going to go and have this mystical experience on a, yeah. a that's not how, and the priest is going to absolve you of your yeah. sins. Like you have to have yeah. this feeling and this experience and whatever, yeah. and then you feel kind of good again. But of course it doesn't last because it's not real grace. Th- and this oh, is why yeah. that I am against social justice. Because mm-hmm. I am for real justice. Real justice. Right. Amen. Right. Amen. Right. Right. One, one, I'm sorry. I, just real quick. I Go just want to say one of the things that get lost in this conversation, especially as it relates to um, black culture, is that there has been things that were unjust and that happened. And one of the things that doesn't get said in the conversation, everybody says, what's owed? How is it looked at? But no one is to say, you don't get to look at that. You get to stay faithful. Mm. No one ever tells them you stay faithful. I mean, you would think throughout the Old Testament, seeing Israel going through so many things. And then after that, watching Jewish culture, who has been oppressed more than probably any other culture, the faithfulness of Jews in every nation, they flourish. Mm. Mm. And every, because they have a theology of faithfulness, mm. broken as it is in a lot of ways, they understand culturally, well, we just do our thing. <laughs> and then it, it, it happens. We own banks. We take over the world. And it's because of faithfulness. And it's one of the things that black culture needs to remember is to stay faithful to God. Get married. Don't kill your children. Love God. Train them uh, up. Train them up to fear the Lord. Don't give them to the government education system to be trained by the government. You know, and those things, that's faithfulness that God blesses and over time will succeed. And the things that you're looking for to happen from somebody else, God will give you from faithfulness. And that's one of the things that doesn't get said to yeah. a lot of people in our, uh, in my, that look like me amen mm, i know it's the sword and the trowel but after that you know what needs to be said love god with all your heart <laughs> love your neighbor as yourself go fight laugh, laugh and, feast. and beast amen. that's almost hey, how i say it brother. this is where the music come in the music come in we got our own outro though watch out now hey thanks so much guys thanks for having, thanks us. For having us appreciate it You have been listening to the Sword and the Trowel podcast with Jared Longshore and Tom Askell. This podcast is produced by Founders Ministries. For more information, visit www.founders.org. To hear more from the Sword and the Trowel, you can follow Founders on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or by subscribing to our email list at www.founders.org.